Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to do a, a podcast. I'm going to do one until I see Vaughn's van pull in with the kids in it. Because, you know, it's weird. So, you know, I, I get skewered for having opinions that turn out to be wrong here and there. And I've been told before, and there's this fine line, right? Like, well, you can't you can't give in to the trolls. Okay, but you got to answer when people say, oh, look where he was wrong. Right. The funny thing is, Bob McKenzie was wrong. ESPN was wrong. Sportsnet was wrong. All these other media are wrong about the draft from 2017 when Patterson turns out to be the best player so far. We're a grand total of, what, 11 games into his career, and people are already labeling him a Hall of Famer. I'm more guarded than that. But it's really weird. It's like, hey, look, the best player on your best team you were wrong about. Yeah, I'm glad I was wrong about that. That's the problem. So I'm like, all right, let's take a look back. Let's go on the Wayback Machine, a year and a half, and discuss where the hockey world felt Pedersen was. Nobody had him at first. And that's that's really the key thing here. Nobody had him at first. He's, he's out producing everybody in his draft class. But because he's a Canuck, and I didn't have him at fifth, and most didn't, but because of the fact that I have a YouTube channel and you can go back and look at the videos, nobody's going to go look up the, the TSN website from what Bob McKenzie said. Nobody's going to look back. And Bob McKenzie has a lot more inside information on draft picks and prospects than I have. Um, and and uh, Craig Button, all of these, everybody you see on television has inside information that I don't have access to. So it's weird because there's an expectation like, okay... And then just admit you're wrong. Well, wait. No. That's not... I'm going I'm going to go back a year and a half and say, here's what I said and why I said it. I've already admitted I was wrong. I've admitted it many times. It's, it's a bewildering and baffling thing that people will come in, they'll look at a video, they'll go in to downvote it, and it's funny because as soon as they see a bunch of downloads, I'm like, all right, so I got shared either on Reddit or I got shared somewhere... They're like, hey, look what this prick posted. So people will come in and watch the video. And honestly, I get a ton more views, a ton more attention, and a lot more subscribers when people do this. But again, I've already admitted I was wrong. This isn't about it. This isn't about admitting I was wrong. Because here's the thing. People who watch my videos every day, people who watch all of my videos, I've already admitted I was wrong. I don't need to go back and admit it over and over and over again. Once I've already said, hey, I got that wrong... I don't need to go back and revisit it. And that's I, that's kind of what bothers me when I see things being poached, when I see quotes that I had being poached, where I'm like, well, wait, I said that years ago. I don't believe that anymore. And I've, I've made statements since then that absolutely, completely discredit what I said back then. I've, I've stated that I was wrong. I've already gone back and said I was wrong. Don't, you know, it, 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 it feels somewhat dishonest to me, I guess. Like, my opinions can change, and and they do regularly when it comes to hockey. We're, what, four and a half weeks into the season, and yeah, I am not sold on some of these teams that I thought were going to make the playoffs. And some of the teams that I said, they're not going to make the playoffs, I firmly believe now that they will. And, and everybody has a right to their opinion. The difference being, of course, that with 65,000 subscribers, people are going to call me out. So I understand it. I get it, but for for people who are regular subscribers and watch all of my videos, I don't need to tell them I was wrong. 
because they know I've said it. I've already told them I was wrong. Shh, don't tell people. So I'm seeing comments right now, and the one that got me was, just admit you're wrong. I did. I have over and over and over again. The video I posted is because people are like, mm, look at this. Well, whatever. And, and again, I, I want people to come out and say that the devil shouldn't have drafted Heesher at one then. Why aren't we taking the devils to task? Oh, because Heesher's a pretty good prospect. Oh, it's a little early to say Heesher won't hit his ceiling. Right. Um, and, and what got me was there were comments on the song or whatever somebody posted, which, which used a quote from me to, to say, well, look, he's wrong, about that I thought Velarde was the right pick. I wanted to see Velarde in a Cucks jersey because of him projecting out to be a power forward. And I thought they needed that a year after they passed on Kachuk. I was like, holy crap, they're, ta they're taking another skilled Swede. They're taking another skilled European. They're going to get absolutely killed out there. They need some hard-nosed guys who play that North American style. They need guys who can get their nose dirty. And here's the problem. We're middle of November. We don't know what the Canucks are yet. The Canucks went out tonight, and they beat Boston 8-5. to Awesome. Fantastic. Great. That's perfect. Awesome. I laughed at about 6th sixth, sixth or 7th goal. I got mad at the Bruins fan, though, that was cheering when they pulled Halak. Like, hello, buddy. Halak has saved our asses many nights this year. You can go ahead and sit down and not pretend that you're a Bruins fan for tonight. Thank you very much. Um, I don't mock goalies when they're having a rough night. And then Rask went in and didn't play any better. So it wasn't, it wasn't just Halak. It was just a bad night for Boston defensively. And uh, I, I thought... Um, Boston's like like Marshand. Oh, good. Marshand's out there doing stupidity again. Awesome. Fantastic. Having the channel means, yeah, it's part of the job. But it also means I'm allowed to answer. I am allowed to come out and say, here's what I said, here's what I thought, and here's why. I don't have to say, I was wrong, I'm sorry. What the hell kind of video would that be? Me just standing there all sad, face down to the floor. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't get it right. I was wrong. Of course I'm wrong. Holy crap. There, there are people who uh, are, are making predictions for every game so far, and they're tracking their results. And I don't think I'm telling tales to say some of them are below 500, and some of them are well above 500. And you know what? Good on them. Good on them for tracking that and for, for doing that. I, I was trying to do that with the NFL. I did well at the start. I started doing poorly later on. Gave it up a couple weeks ago. Now I look at the standings and it's like, oh, I should have kept it up. I shouldn't have stopped. I shouldn't have stopped because I would have probably got a lot of those games right and I would have got my record better. At the same time, though, the view counts were way down. I went from almost 1,200 for the first week I did it to 400. For the last week I did it, I'm like, oh, it's just dropping like a rock. And I've I've learned uh, YouTube is actually, um, for the bigger YouTubers, they've said, it, watch, don't do series. Series, you'll see the, the view counts dropping like a rock. So what I did with the history videos was actually against what most big YouTubers say to do. But I did it because it's evergreen content and because there's people who like the history of the NHL. I have no problem admitting I was wrong. Are the Canucks going to finish last overall? No. Do I wish they did? No. It, it And it's it's such a bizarre thing. I, I guess the, the best way I can put it is this. When you've been a Canucks fan for almost 40 years, you are used to disappointment. 
You are used to them screwing up at the draft table. You are used to them getting trades wrong. You are used to them being good just so that they're crap within a year or so later. You are used to them losing games they should win and winning games they should lose and being a hell of a tough team to predict. They are... um, they're, they're playing better than was expected. I think when you look at some of the goal scoring that they've got going on, I think it's unrealistic to expect that to continue all year. But Horvat's really emerged as their leader. As long as Pedersen can stay healthy, we're good. Here's the funny thing, too. If Pedersen, let's say, gets another concussion, and knock on wood, that won't happen. I don't... This is press board, but that qualifies as wood. There, I knocked on wood. Um, knock on wood that that doesn't happen. But if Pedersen gets another concussion and say he's out for a month, knock on wood that doesn't happen, people are automatically going to jump and go, see, he's too small. He's too fragile. He's not going to make it. Yeah, he's a big dynamic forward, but uh, he's not going to make it in the NHL because he's too small. His his uh, his frame's too light. He can't do it. And and that's that's the wacky thing about hockey is that two years from now, we could be looking back at the draft and see a completely different story. Do you know who started off with dynamite numbers in the NHL, their first 10 or 15 games? Alexander Dagg. Dagg was fantastic his first couple of months in the NHL. Ottawa Senators fans were excited. Do you know how I know? I was a Sens fan. I had Dagg cards. I was all excited about having Alexander Dagg cards. I even had the one, the scorecard that you had to mail in to get. I had it because I had to have that Dagg card. And I was so excited when I got that that card uh, for sending in. I'm like, oh, I can send in to get the Dagg. Wow. I don't know if that card's worth the price of the postage I paid to get it. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. Yes, it comes with the territory. Absolutely. You, you For anybody who's saying, well, this just comes with the territory, Shane, you got to get used to it. I see people say, oh, he's got a thin skin. He gets up around 100,000 subscribers. He's not going to make it. Look, this is my job. This is my income. The thing is, like I said, if there's something going around where I, I catch wind of it, where people are, are either making fun of something I said, and it doesn't matter if it's in jest, it doesn't matter if it's just a joke, I want to answer it. Because I don't want to be like the guys you see on TV that make a statement and then don't back it up. There are people who don't like Sid Sixero, and I get that. But Sid Sixero will sit there on Tim and Sid, and he will take people to task. And when he's wrong, he'll come out and admit it. And he will answer people on social media. So I respect him for that, even if I don't agree with his opinion all the time. It's not easy. You know, because basically every time I say something hockey-related... It's immortalized. Because even if I pull a video down, there are already clones of it all over the place. People have saved it and they go, ha, look, look, Shannon pulled that video. I've got a copy. Look what he said. Look what he look what he said. Look how he look how he reacted. Look at this. This is just he's so wrong here. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes sometimes I'm wrong. But here's here's the funny part. Here's the truth. 2016, when the channel started to grow, I didn't know anybody in the hockey realm at all. I didn't know anybody who worked for a hockey team. I didn't know anybody on a hockey team. I didn't, you know, other than, like, maybe Chilliwack Chiefs, but, you know, whatever. I'm not going to give you guys, like, big dirt on the Chilliwack Chiefs. Nothing there. I didn't know coaches. I didn't know anybody. And I had nobody following me who was connected to anybody. And when I did that 2017 draft video, it's basically the same thing. 
the 2017 draft video that was uh you know that was that was almost overwhelming uh it was it was a long day and i was really really nervous about how it was going to come out and at the end it came out pretty well did was i concerned about patterson potentially being a bust yeah you know, the Canucks had just drafted U Levy, and a year out it looked like U Levy might have been a mistake because uh, Kachuk, NHL ready, already producing at the NHL level, and now they draft Pedersen, who is seen as not NHL ready, skinny, European kid, and there were NHLer, NHL caliber players still on the board, at least projected NHL caliber, sooner than Pedersen, and guys who were projected to have a high ceiling as well. So yeah, I was nervous. I remember how I felt that day because it was me. But the whole, oh, you need to admit you're wrong, I did. I have. It's happened. It's, it's you know, the, the term I always use for it is tourists. I post videos, and I know they're going to attract tourists. I know they're going to get voted down. I'm not sure why people take the energy and the time to vote videos down. It literally does nothing. YouTube couldn't care less. Um... The Lady Ghostbusters movie had the most downvotes in history, and it still got pushed everywhere. It got millions of views. So downvoting a video doesn't do anything other than, ironically, get it a lot of notice, because that means people are going to post it places and go, look what's, on, look what's on YouTube, look at this crap, and then people will go and watch it, generating more revenue. There's um, the one YouTuber, and I'm, I'm trying to remember what her name is or what she did. I know she did something stupid. She said something stupid on her social media, some racist crap thing. And uh, it came out, so she posted an apology video, which everybody agreed was just smarmy and fake. The apology video generated more views than every other video she'd done in the last month. And if it was monetized as well, it generated well over $2,000 for her. That'll earn her. That'll <laughs> that'll earn her. She t- she gets that couple of grand. She'll be like, man, look at this money. I didn't really mean I was sorry, and I think these thousands of dollars. Can I roll around in this money? Can I get this in twenties? Because I kind of want to roll around in it while I'm crying and saying I'm sorry. Because this money looks really nice, and that's the sad reality of today's um, social media is that. The, the item that is very controversial, the item that uh, we can all say, oh, this is awful, is the one that generates a lot of talk, generates a lot of attention. And and I'm going to use this example, and, and I'm not going to state any politics here, but there's been a lot of talk. You know, Donald Trump's the best-known Twitter account on Twitter, right? And if you look at any tweet that he posts, you're going to see negative reactions and negative comments as all of the top comments. So... The fact that it has all these negative comments doesn't matter because it's generating a ton of attention, a ton of traffic to Twitter, generates millions and millions of views to Twitter, tons of eyeballs to Twitter. And and if, if, if there's a way to monetize that, and I'm sure there is for him, he's laughing all the way to the bank. It, it is absolutely, it is, it is a con of sorts. I could go out tomorrow. Okay, I could get up tomorrow and say, you know what, I'm going to do a video ripping on a team. I could get up once a week and do a video ripping a team apart. Say, I'm going to rip this team apart. I'm going to rip this player apart. And at the end of it, I could say, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to rip this team apart for what they did. I'm going to rip this team apart for what they did. Maybe I don't believe it. I probably don't. But I'm like, you know what, I don't believe this, but what the hell? I'm just going to rip this team apart 
And then I'm going to watch the hit counts. Yeah, I'll get downvoted, but who cares? Who cares? Unpopular opinion, popular opinion, doesn't matter. It still generates interest, hits, and traffic. And that's why there's so much clickbait online. That's why there's all these incendiary headlines on both the liberal side and the conservative side of everything online. Because everything's got a bent one way or the other. When I posted the video tonight where I I answered the, the, the criticism, did I expect criticism? Yep, absolutely. Um... I had expected people to come in who've been bashing me for a while. And uh, I wore the tool shirt on purpose. Because I saw a couple comments like, hey, look at that tool. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, it's funny. It was June, it was hot, and that's why I wasn't wearing a jersey. So I thought, all right, I'll go find that tool shirt. I'll wear it. Because I'll own it. So that when somebody takes clip clips from what I just said tonight and they mix it up with what I said in 2017 I might as well be wearing the same shirt I I never wear a video in a jersey or a jersey in a video without thinking it through first there is no such thing as oh he just happens to be wearing nope that's not a thing before I before I hit record I look around at my my rack and I'm like all right what do I want to wear sometimes I go upstairs because I know it's one that I don't have downstairs that I want to wear so, yeah, um, you know, it, it's it's tricky, and I do my best not to just go sensationalistic or reactionary. But it's a weird argument to me that, yeah, I'm not even sure I, I understand the point. I'm not an NHL scout. I'm a fan just like you guys. I am a hockey fan. And the one that, the one that pissed me off was where... He he said, you just admit you're wrong. You're not the hockey guy. You're just a hockey guy. You're not the hockey god. So I'm, I may have used an F-bomb at him. I did actually use an F-bomb. Because that just that got me. I'm like, seriously? Seriously. I have never claimed to be a hockey god. Early on, when my channel was first getting going, and I swore a lot, and I was sarcastic all the time, all the time, I got told off by people, for, you're, you're sounding like a know-it-all. Fine. So I toned everything down. And I've left it that way. So, no, I'm not saying I'm a hockey god. I I just find that a really, really weird comment since I've never once come across that way. And again, when I see these comments, I know it's not people who watch all of my videos. I know it's people who come in and watch just a video here and a video there, this and that. If you watch my videos regularly, especially reviews and previews, I will talk about players who've surprised me, players who've surprised everybody. And it's for the good and for the bad. I will talk about uh, smart moves and dumb moves, and and I will talk about different statistical anomalies. Like, for instance, tonight, Carolina won a game, and last I saw, Chicago was winning on the shot clock. So maybe tonight, Carolina finally figured it out. Maybe this is the start of something better, where Carolina will win games, play some smart hockey, take the right shots, and not worry about getting 45, 50 shots a night. Just play your game, stay in your game, and, and take the right shot, not just any shot. Not any shot is the right shot. So, there you go. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I Again, I know this is another another podcast from Shannon. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised, too. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, but, hey, these things happen. So, there you go. Um, thank you guys so much for, for your time, for listening, for spending 20 minutes listening to what I have to blab on about. Uh, you guys are awesome. 
And I promise that uh, nothing, this this stuff, when this happens and I start seeing a bunch of downvotes and I start getting all the negative attention, because I'm, it's usually because I'm answering something that somebody else has said, or um, it's, it's me expressing an opinion that I know is not necessarily going to be popular. For instance, Marty Berdur, not the greatest goaltender of all time. I'm sorry. That's Patrick Waugh. Free consmites, done. Uh, that kind of thing. But uh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't distract from other things I want to do. I know I have to do a Marty Jelena Hockey Guy Hall of Fame video. Um, I know Jason Arnett belongs in there too. Uh, but again, I want to spread those out. I don't want them to be um, like a dime a dozen. I don't want people to go, oh, he's got like 16 Hall of Famers in the last month. Give it a break. So I, I have to kind of balance it out, right? It's sort of like the jersey videos, my jersey collection videos. I have to make sure that I'm not doing a bunch of them and detracting from other things I do on the channel. Because honestly, the videos regarding my jersey collection don't do particularly well in comparison with other videos that I do. The reviews and the previews are far and away the most popular videos that I do on the channel. Uh, the only exception would be the power rankings, which of course get posted somewhere and then everybody comes in and just tries to, you know, make comments both good and bad, more good than bad. But the bad ones definitely can be kind of loud. Uh, and an interesting little side note, my power ranking videos a year ago got eight to 10,000 views. Now they get about 20,000 views. Uh, what you guys do, I'm going to close with this, what you guys do uh, as the channel grows, you allow me more time so that I can watch games, so I can pay attention to more games. With more subscribers, I get more emails from people who are actually in the industry to let me know things. I learn more that I can then share with you guys. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes I get information and I go, oh, I can't tell people that. Thanks for the dirt, but I can't, I can't tell people that because that's pretty incendiary and they're going to say I'm sounding like TMZ, but thanks for the dirt. And, you know, then I'll share it with Yvonne and then it doesn't go anywhere else. I'm just done. I'm like, okay, that's, that's as far as that dirt's going. But, uh, you know, it, because you guys have supported me and have, have supported the channel growth, that's why I now have a podcast. Uh, the, the Podbean account I have is not a free account. It's, it's something I pay, I'm going to, you know, be paying regularly and I'm going to upgrade it to as it gets bigger. And, uh, you know, this is all thanks to you guys. It allows me to, to increase my production level and I'm telling you, once we move the production level, it's going to look pretty damn good. Um, give me the room. I have all the studio lights I need. I have an excellent camera and an excellent microphone. We're good. I just I also need a room where I have excellent acoustics. That's something I'm looking for too when we move. I need somewhere with excellent acoustics. That's part of the reason why I'd love to have a basement that's below ground because then it's just concrete all around me. I would love that. That would probably be excellent for the acoustics. But again, we'll see what happens then. Thank you guys for all your support. The bigger that the channel gets, the more I can do for you guys, and the more likely I am to be able to go out on road trips, meet up with uh, with subscribers, and to have fun events, and to be able to do, you know, giveaways are coming. Um, I'm not, you know, talking about it when I get the, the, the emails and discussions, but there are going to be giveaways coming on the channel, and uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. So... Uh, you know, it's my way of giving back uh, wherever I can. And uh, thank you guys so much again for all of your support. I'll talk to you again soon.